Oh, you know what time it is. Welcome to this episode of Too Young to Be This Old. Your boy Ben is back and here with the forever and always Andy. Yep, who now has a better attendance record than you. Eh, for now. So, for now. See what happens. I don't plan on missing an episode, so. Oh, well. I'm sorry that my honeymoon took priority over this podcast, but. I mean, I am too. <laughs> but I'm glad you're back, and I think you had a good time. I had a fantastic time. But before we talk about me, let's talk about you. How you been, man? I've been good. And you know what I want to do first is knock out that housekeeping. So, if you found us, thank you for finding us. And if you can leave us a rating wherever you're listening, please do that, as it helps us in many ways. Um, but if you want to find all other things podcast-related, you can go to our website at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com, where you'll find our social media links for Facebook and Twitter. Um under the same names and you'll also find our personal social media links and all the great ways to listen to us so now with that aside i've been all right i haven't been having as good of a time as you because uh since last thursday i've had a real nasty sinus infection turned into an ear infection as of yesterday and sinus infection so it's been a pretty pretty uh pretty rough few days that sounds awful. Yeah, yeah. And the Dolphins suck at football. I know. And the Marlins have been eliminated from the playoffs. All that. Could have told you that one on day one of the season. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> just once it's mathematically official, then it's a... <laughs> I mean, it's been mathematically official for a while, but I just felt yeah. like it was a good time to dump salt in that one. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's just where I was yeah, at. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it's been a time, but uh, I've been watching some, I've watched some bad movies. Um, I watched the uh, 19-something bad sci-fi movie, 1998, Sphere. Ooh. You ever seen that you, movie? You brave, brave man. Did you ever watch that movie? Yeah, and I read the book. book oh, book. boy. Oh boy, I did not know it was based off of a book, but uh, a Michael one of my book, much like oh my right, other you're right, you're right. It is Crichton. Time. That's you're right, you're right, you're right. Because they mentioned that. So one of my favorite podcasts, besides our own podcast, um, had an episode on Sphere, and I was just like, you know, I haven't seen Sphere. It's one of those movies that I've always been like, I should probably watch that because it looks horrible. And I went ahead and watched it, and wow, that was a hundred and thirty-four minutes. I will not be getting back. I mean, they but can't all be geostorms. They cannot all be geostorms. I mean, this had its redeeming moments, but... Whew. Oh, boy. But, uh, but yeah, that, Madden, and uh, and just kind of trying to get through this through this cold. But uh, you've had the much more exciting time. So, oh. what's been going on with you, Ben? Well, I'm going to start. As everybody knows, last week I was on my honeymoon with my lovely wife but even before we left i did something that was life-changing i want to put out a public service announcement to oh yes to this podcast get yourself a pedicure man or woman it does not matter it will make you feel like you got a new set of feet that don't even belong to you yeah no it's pretty wonderful 
Oh yeah, and I'm really glad I got it before we went on this trip where I ended up walking a total of 24 and a half miles. Oh man, did you have that Fitbit going? I had that Pokemon Go going. Oh, that's fair, right? right. <laughs> yeah, for um for Dragon Con, I always wear like my Fitbit smartwatch thing, and it's like always at least six to ten miles a day. Um, so yeah. usually by the end of Dragon Con, my feet are just torn up, and they were this year. And I, I think I need to go go get one of them pedicures here soon to just recover from the damage that was done. You definitely should do that because it was. I mean, I did it before, and I'm really glad I did, because that way my nasty-ass toenails didn't become more of an issue than right. I thought they were going to be. So you had just fresh baby feet to walk through. Fresh baby feet. Do all that walking. Put some put some miles on that tread, though. Yeah, you did. So now you need another one. That's the that's the scam. Yeah, right, right, you. right. Well, we're going to get a, a car first, then we'll, then we'll talk pedicure. Because <laughs> you boys still don't have a motor vehicle yet. Oh, it's been a minute, son. Yeah, it's been a it's been a month. Are you still driving that truck? No, hell no. <laughs> Were you just like, this is too much gas cost. I no longer want this. Well, okay, so too much gas cost, and it didn't have AC. Oh and my! I was God. driving it during the hottest week we've had this year with no AC, and I'm just like, I can't do this to myself anymore. Uh, why wouldn't a car have AC? Um, because it's an old work truck that just gets used to take trash to the dump. Oh jeez! It's it's not a vehicle that is used by humans very often. Yeah, that's fair. But good God! Yeah, there's things that's... that happen when you just use a vehicle for its bare necessities. No, that's one of them. Bare necessity on a vehicle is AC for me. <laughs> but well, your you privilege know. is showing. It is. Whatever. It is. <laughs> so, the, we we went to Universal Studios for Halloween Horror Night, and and that journey started at. 4.30 in the fucking morning. You got bright and early to go to that uh, good Dude, old bright and early. Marta. No, yeah, dark not even early. bright. Dark and early. Dark and early. Dark we and get early. down to Marta. And first things first, I got to get you know your little breeze card to get on the Martas. What, and, you didn't have uh, an extra one stashed away somewhere? No, because I always get the single ride because I never know when I'm going to be back in Atlanta. Oh, son. I do everything I can to not be in Atlanta. <laughs> But uh, I had cash, and I completely forgot that Marta just spits back gold coins, not dollars. Oh, yeah. Let's see. What so, Did she get you a nice Sacagawea coin? I got me about 13 of them. Hell, yeah. Because I put a 20 in there. And, and uh, then completely now you're trying to play, pay people with these gold coins, and they're like, stop trying to give me fake money. Right, right. <laughs> well, I gave them all to Caitlin, so um, I let her keep them in her purse. Uh, Marta was hilarious. really, really easy. We didn't have any yeah. issue on the way down there. It was just, you know, straight up get down there. Yeah, because uh, it was five in the morning, right? Right, yeah. We were yeah, on like. i been on the... Marta at that time. You're the first yeah. one. It's fine. Things yeah, are still was... running smooth. Yeah, for the most part. For the most part, yeah. everything was still running smooth. But we get to the airport, and that's where <laughs> things. They didn't go bad. We had one bad experience in the airport. So we have our itinerary. And we're going to check a bag. And first off, the itinerary said that we were supposed to get a free bag check, and that was a damn lie. That's always a lie. Yep, yep. Like, literally always a lie. Yep, always a lie. So that was a lie. So they charge uh, you a nice $35 to check that bag? 30 30 Sorry, off by five. 
But the Delta lady was a complete biatch <laughs> at the counter because oh, we came man. up with our little itinerary paper. And she's like, well, uh-huh. this isn't a boarding pass, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay, okay we don't fly that often. Guide us. Yeah. Yeah. We were told to bring this to you. And I didn't expect all of this fucking attitude out of you at 530 in the morning. <laughs> I'm not you also should have it. asked me and I would have told you to just download the app and make your life so much easier. Uh, I mean, she was the only person we had an issue with. That's fair. Literally right. like the only person she had an issue with. Yeah. But we did that. She gives us our boarding pass as we leave. We go from there. We go to, of course, you know, your TSA checkpoint. And it's got a little bit of a line because you know, a lot of people <sighs> looking like they're trying to get some flights out. Yeah. But uh, there was one specific incident. We're in our line. And this one TSA agent, I'm assuming he's the he is the stereotypical TSA agent that slows <laughs> everything down. Oh boy! Oh, so I'm excited. he's sitting there, and there's this couple that was in front of us, way in front of us, and he's like completely stumped by this dude's ID. He looks at the dude, looks at the ID, looks at the dude, looks at the ID, <laughs> looks at the dude, Just looks at the ID. Totally and perplexed. Then calls yeah, and then calls his supervisor over. Oh no! To do the same thing, and they're talking to the dude, and then eventually, like fifteen minutes has passed. They finally let the dude through. We, me and Caitlin walk up, no big deal. Bam, immediately through there. So if anybody's <laughs> flying next year, just keep in mind that if your driver's license does not have the star somewhere on oh. the driver's license, that it is no longer a valid ID to take to the airport. And you will not be allowed really? to fly. Yes. It starts October 2020. Wow. There are signs everywhere. If you've That's... gotten a driver license in the state of Georgia since the year 2012, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I got mine like not long. Well, actually, I just renewed it this last Right, so January. you're good. Yeah. If you, like, but Georgia apparently has been compliant for this since like 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the few things we're ahead of the game on, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, where you have to bring, that's where you have to bring like 15 different proofs that you live where you say you live and then they give you an ID. Correct. But, oh boy. So I, I, the Atlanta security checkpoint is always interesting to me. It is like by far the most efficient one that I've ever been in um, of the few places I've flown, but it still has its its ridiculousness it has last its time, people oh it has its people and last time yeah. i was there this was fun it was like super early so it was around the same time you would have probably been there it was super early in the morning and i was on a work trip and uh, these people kept trying to play this game and tsa wasn't happening having it this game was i don't want to carry my bag so i'm gonna put it i'm gonna chuck it onto the other side of the of the line set up and let it sit there. Hmm. And I'm guessing you can imagine how well that played with uh, that Atlanta TSA crowd. Not at all. Not at all. It was just constant yelling to like not do that. But then like one or two other people would continue to get the same idea. Right. Even after people had been yelled at for it. So that was... Right. Oh, always always we didn't, we didn't. We didn't have any of that nonsense. Oh, God. I'm happy for you. But uh, we get through security, no issues, and we're waiting to get on the, the tram that takes you to your gate. And uh, I see the guy sitting there, and I'm like, man, what was the issue? And he goes, my idea is from like 10 years ago. And apparently, like, he's like, 
put on a ton of weight since his ID photo was taken or something like that. Oh no. So nothing. Like, Poor it, like dude. I'll, be, I'll be real honest. I was completely upset with the TSA agent until oh, I man. saw the dude's ID and then saw right. the dude. And I'm like, man, I'd have done the same thing. Yeah. I'd be like, you gotta update <laughs> that picture, bro. Yeah. You gotta do something, bro. You gotta do something. This isn't a dating oh, profile. You oh, need man. a more accurate photo. Yeah. <laughs> After we got through the checkpoint, we're getting we're getting ready. Uh, we're waiting because we got like an hour to kill. And I'm like, man, I need food. So I hop into the old McDonald's line, and I'm like, I'm gonna get me some McDonald's breakfast. I stand there for about six minutes, and this line does not move. And I'm like, man, Ow. I don't want breakfast this bad. And then I <laughs> notice that Arby's is already open at like eight. There you go. So I got me a roast beef sandwich at eight in the morning, and it was a great life decision. Yeah, I mean, also, you realize that you're in an airport where, like, real life doesn't matter, and you could have also gone and gotten, like, a beer. I know I could have, <laughs> but, but I don't think anybody wanted to deal with Ben if he started drinking that early. <laughs> oh, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, I didn't want to die, but... Yeah, that's, uh that's fair. The flight was uh, was interesting. We're, getting, we're boarding, we're boarding, and, and I'm sitting... Waiting patiently to uh, everybody to get on and us leave, and then like last minute, I look up and I see, uh, I see a woman boarding, and she's gonna be sitting in the seat in front of me, and I'm like, man, she looks really familiar. Where do I know her from? <laughs> and then I notice the scorpion on a uh, scorpion tattoo on her hand, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, that's professional wrestler Ruby Riot. Hell yeah, and then you texted me. me immediately. Yeah. So <laughs> I text I text Andy immediately and I'm like, how do famous people how, how do famous people? And uh so I'm sitting there for the whole plane right there. She has her headphones in and I don't want to be rude and like touch her and be a creep and be like, hey, I'm a huge fan. You know? Like right, I that be would have been so like, not how to do it. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be weird. I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait this out and play it cool and see when the opportunity arises. <laughs> So, as we're getting ready to get off the plane, she's trying to gather her stuff. The two people sitting next to her have just, like, yeeted off the plane before anybody else. I love those people. And uh, she's sitting there, and she has her earphones off, and she makes eye contact with me. And I said, I love what you do. And she goes, oh, thank you. Shakes my hand, asks me what my name is, tell her my name. She goes, oh, well, thanks, Ben. It means a lot. And then she just takes off. <laughs> calm cool and collected you know what i mean like yeah. not trying to be but like i spent an hour and a half trying to figure out how i was going to do that <laughs> well i'm glad that you did get to at least to say something because i remember being like you need to say hello <laughs> just gotta do it yeah yeah i know and you know I, I pulled the trigger there at the end came came through i was in the final at bat and uh it then hit me, though, the fact that they were in Atlanta the night before and they were right. going to be filming the first live episode of NXT in Orlando that night. I was like, if I had thought of that, I would have had <laughs> pen and paper ready for anybody yeah. I ran into. Yeah, but, you know, there was probably so many other people at the airport just that you may have missed. <laughs> yeah, well, hindsight's twenty twenty. We yeah, live, we learn. True. We move on. Uh, we get down to Orlando and... The Orlando airport is the biggest crock of shit that I've ever seen in my life. Ah, uh, yeah, it is. It is fucking atrocious. <laughs> For an airport 
that is next to two of the biggest tourist uh, tourist attractions in the you world. You would think it'd be a good airport. Yeah, and it's fucking not. No. It is a garbage airport. And um, I just, I also part, I mean, it's not a good airport, but I think we're also very spoiled because if you guys haven't been to the Atlanta airport, it's downright lovely for an airport. Yeah. Atlanta airport don't play no games. It does not. Um, so we get to the Atlanta airport. We go to our little travel place. We have to, we get all of our, uh, our passes and stuff into the park. Um, they have a shuttle arranged for us, so we're getting on the shuttle. And I swear, the driver of that shuttle bus trusted that shuttle bus way more than I did. <laughs> he had that thing in the wind going oh down God. I-4. Just yeehaw. Was it like that Marta driver after the Braves game? Yes. Oh, yes. Where we definitely, <laughs> definitely ran over a human being. He, right. Something like that. I don't think we hit anybody, but dude, we were just Man. off. Gone. 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 <laughs> he had places so, to be. Yeah, he had places to be. He got us dropped off. We stayed at the Lowe's Portofino Bay. A uh, very bougie hotel. Very, very bougie hotel. I was not ready for how bougie this hotel was. <laughs> um, But we get there. Uh, Of course, the room's not quite ready yet, but they're like, you can check your luggage. We'll issue you your room cards, and you can go ahead and go to the park. Uh, right. Our room cards acted as our fast passes. Oh, very nice. So that was all included in there. So uh, we did that and immediately took off to the parks. Um, we got there just in time to see uh, the Spider-Man parade, the Marvel parade they do. Where oh, they have sure. like, all the superheroes come through little mm-hmm. Marvel Marvel Island. And, right. Uh, the funniest thing I saw was a Spider-Man riding a uh, Can-Am spider. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so that was kind of funny. Um, we really Wednesday just kind of scoped a lot of the things out. So, so like we didn't. Did you just hang out the Islands of Adventure area of the park. We ended up going through to both sides. Okay. But like Islands of Adventure is where Jurassic Park is, so right. that was a huge thing for me on the trip. Uh, right. We had gotten off the plane. We ended up eating at like one of the little cafes in the Jurassic Park area because we okay. were just like, we need food. We need food now. Yeah, yeah. And then we, then I got to ride Jurassic Park ride, which was oh incredible. yeah, all um, that matters. Yeah, it was it was everything. Um, I had heard stories from people like before they went, like such and such item on there wasn't working or this that and the other, but everything was. Fully functioning as I went through it. They had uh, it ready for you. They knew that you had recorded not one, but two Jurassic Park podcast episodes. Correct. They, they knew everything <laughs> that needed to be done. And it was amazing. Uh, I took Walter's advice. Uh, I wrote it the first time and I didn't do the yell because I didn't want to make a, a well noise uh, by mistiming my yell. So I wrote it once. Uh, it was also <laughs> right. the first ride we rode. Oh, that's that's good. Universal. Yeah. And I completely forgot how much I hate the feeling of free fall. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, until they drop me down at the foot of a T-Rex, and then I experience it, and I'm like, I hate this feeling. <laughs> so that's why you didn't ride the Hulk. Correct. <laughs> the roller coaster that starts you out with a spiral. Right, yeah. I thought upside down on that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I had a blast. We get off that ride and you go through like the visitor center, which has like the skeletons uh, of the dinosaurs. I mean, it basically complete reenactment of the park from the movie and like everything in that section is just, it looks like it's you're straight on the set of Jurassic park. And that was awesome. We then moved over into, we rode the, we went through Hogsmeade in the Hogwarts castle road flight of the hippogriff which was awesome i was nice. too broad in the shoulder to ride the hogwarts castle ride but i walked with caitlin through the line because they have all the cool little set pieces and stuff okay, in there so cool. you get to see all that we might have done that this we might have done that a different day but i'm not going to give you a that's, day my day. i'm just going to tell fine. you what we did <laughs> so we went we went through you know hogweed uh got us a butter beer uh, stuff like that. Tried some desserts and things like that. How was the butter beer? I did not like it. Caitlin loves it. Yeah. Was it like just uh, too sweet? Or? It's butterscotch. It's way too sweet. Oh way yeah. Way too sweet for me. And and we all know that my sweet tooth is not Mm-mm. very no very unless developed. it's bootio bars. But bootio bars are not that sweet. No, exactly. They're just the right amount of sweet for you, Ben. Correct. <laughs> But as we were going through through Hogsmeade, we went and got on the Hogwarts Express that they run from Islands of Adventure over to the studio part. Which so you what's it called now? Ride. Universal? Is it Universal Studios? I think it's, or is it... I think it's Universal Studios. Okay. Is what it's called. It's Island Adventures okay. and Universal Studios. Right. You can only ride it if you have a park-to-park pass. Right, right. So anybody going, keep that in mind. Definitely recommend getting the park to park pass because if you have fast passes, mm-hmm. you can definitely get through both parks in one day. Nice. Yeah, I mean they're not. It's not Magic Kingdom where I, you need a full day. For that right, Magic right, Kingdom. right. Um, but, but we went over there and we had not gotten a room, so we hadn't got to unpack shit. Oh. Uh, uh, which means we left our ponchos in the room, and we of course had that great Florida rain happened yeah it's going to rain <laughs> yeah it happened and yeah. we were trying to uh we were trying to hide from it as much as we could we went oh man in. i've played that game at universal before <laughs> yeah we were trying to hide from it as much as we could and we hopped in for this uh horror movie makeup show right um like we're walking it's it's drizzling it's not quite raining yet he's like two minutes till showtime and i'm like uh let's go in here because if it's gonna rain let's be in here when it rains so that's what we did, and of course, when we came out, it was still pouring. So we we played the hip hop game, um, right. and it's like at this point we got there at eleven. It's like three or four, and we're mm. exhausted because at this point we've already been up for twelve yeah. hours. So we're like, let's just go back to the room, get us something to eat, and mm. you know, call it call it an early night so we can get up tomorrow and have fun. Right. And uh, so that's kind of what we did. We got soaking fucking wet. Got back to the room, got ready, and went and ate at uh, Giordano's, which is famous for their Chicago it, deep dish pizza. It is, and friend of the podcast, MJC, like does rank that as like his favorite uh, Chicago pizza place. So, t- was, tell me about what you got, Ben, because I'm was really, really interested. We got a we got us an appetizer because when they when you order it, they let you know that it's gonna be like 45 minutes. Yeah, it's a deep dish goddamn pizza. Right, right. <laughs> So we got us some mozzarella triangles, which apparently triangle mozzarella, if you take 
mozzarella sticks, but turn them into triangles. For some reason, the flavor gets enhanced in its triangular form. Is that how it works? I, I don't know. That's how it felt to me. <laughs> okay. That's exactly how it felt to me. That's just the experience you had. Yep. That was the All experience right. I had. All right. From there, we went to... Or no, we didn't... Uh, sorry, let me talk about the pizza. The pizza comes out. And of course, if you've ever seen a deep dish, it's very thick. It was pepperoni, cheese, and then sauce. So, like, complete reverse order of what you normally see on a pizza. But like, oh uh, right, right. They put like the... a solid like inch and a half of each of those Ooh. things. Like oh it was, my God. it was a super thick pizza. We got a small, yeah, and I ate one slice. Caitlin ate one slice, and both oh of us were like, "I can eat no more." <laughs> so very filling, very very filling. We uh we left there and uh went over because dude Giordano's placement in orlando is perfect because it's yeah. like giordano's a uh, little discount store that has all the little knickknacky things you would need right. that you may forget right if you're flying down there and then a liquor store ah there you go so the we, orlando does that like i remember going to like a mexican restaurant there just so happened to be a liquor store like just you know within a half a minute walk Oh, it's it's great product. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's great placement. Great city planning on Orlando's yeah. part there. <laughs> there was something in this liquor store, though, that I have not seen at an other liquor store, and that needs to be everywhere, universally. It was a 20-pack of Solo Cups with two Pong Balls. Oh, wow. That needs to be everywhere. I feel like I've seen that at another liquor store before. But yeah, it's a it's a solid concept, dude. It's genius. <laughs> it's genius. Oh boy. So we get back from that, you know, having some drinks in the hotel room, and I won't go into any more of that story because nobody wants to hear it. Sure. Uh, we get up the next morning, and we're like, "This is the day we have our horror night tickets." We don't want to be in the freaking park at, you know, 8 a.m. in the morning. Right, because right. so we're like, oh, let's just go to the park later in the day. We'll still get some rides in and <laughs> still go, um, still get to go and do other things. Right. Like, yeah, that sounds great. So we sit out by the pool and we order this beverage called an <laughs> electric butterfly. Oh, and it is what? like vodka, blue carousel, Sprite, yeah. and lemonade. I knew this would have blue carousel in it. Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, we, we have those for breakfast, basically. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's um, breakfast. Oh wait, no, we went to Starbucks first. Okay. We some coffee. Because there's a Starbucks in the hotel. Right, 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 right. So okay. we had... We so had, you at least had coffee. Your first drink of the day was not the alcohol. No. I actually okay. ate leftover pizza for breakfast. Oh. Caitlin had something Ooh. from Starbucks. Damn, but we went, to the, we went to the pool, you know, had the drinks. And then Caitlin's like, I wonder if they'll just get me a shot. Like, she just wanted a shot of something. And oh, uh, so when she, when she orders, when they come back around, it's like, oh, y'all want another one? And I'm like, yeah, I just kind of want a shot, though. And he took that to me and says, oh, you wanted an extra shot in your drink. 
No! Oh my so god. So he brings us these back with like tutors full of vodka in them now. Oh in, no! In the drink. So, needless to say, when <laughs> we went into uh, the park later that day, we were ready to be entertained. That is amazing. We walk and we rode the Transformers ride, and when you get out of the Transformers ride, we saw that they were taking pictures with Megatron, and I'm so. like, must get picture with Megatron. Let's go. <laughs> so we get over there. We're taking our picture, and as we get over there, Caitlin throws our arms up and goes, "Fight me, Megatron!" And I'm like, "No, Caitlin, <laughs> we don't taunt Decepticons. We don't do that." That's hilarious. So it was hilarious. We pretty much rode anything else that we wanted to ride Thursday, except for the Hagrid ride because it had a long wait and they closed that side of the park, like the Diagon Alley side and stuff like that. They closed it at five to get ready for horror nights. Oh, wow. So they, they, they sweep everyone out of the park. Mm hmm. They put you in a little area where you wait, and then you can re-enter. Oh, or right. they let you re-enter the like the Halloween zone, basically, right. the hor- the horror night zone. So that's what me and Caitlin did, and they had a live show that was basically reenacting the end of Zombieland because they okay. had a ton of Zombieland two stuff set out. Yeah, I noticed some of your pictures with that, and I was like, okay. Yeah, they had a ton of the Zombieland 2 stuff set yeah. out, which was really awesome. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of cool to see. We managed to hit all ten of the houses for Halloween Horror Nights. Right. And uh, the first one we hit was the Stranger Things house, because it was the one we kept being told was going to be the longest line. Um, oh, yeah. We got in line with an interesting group. Uh, the gentleman in front of us actually runs a YouTube series talking about different attractions. Uh, he's called oh. the or- Orlando Wizard. All right. And I actually will send you the link because I would love to add sure. his uh, his link to this because he gave us so much fantastic advice on how oh, to shit. tackle Halloween that, Horror Night. The inside scoop there. Yeah, basically, yeah. He's like, oh, the, you know, I've been here... For the past week, we filmed. He like filmed a bunch of stuff the week before, but he was telling us like these are the houses you need to hit first. These are the ones where if you're crunched for time, you can cut out. We right. told him we had fast passes. He's like, "Oh, you won't have any issue." Uh, there you go. And then he informed us that there's actually an upgrade to the fast pass. To the fast fast pass? No, it's well, yes, that's basically what it is. It's called the RIP tour. <laughs> okay. It is a private group they put together. Oh my where God. they sh- shuffle you in from like the backside of the attraction and put you oh in front of everybody. God. So that's pretty cool. I just imagine that eventually it's going to get to the point where like you have to pay for six different passes to like get onto the ride. <laughs> um, well, the RIP tour is cool because it's all guided. Like they have somebody that okay. guides you through everything. So it's a very. Right. Me and Caitlin want to take a group down there and do that. That's like that. Because, that is a pretty cool. I bet it'd be like a nice little like exclusive experience. Yeah, because you get uh, like special buffet dining. Oh, that sounds like point. some very cheesecake factory money kind of activities. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, interested. Well, we spent very cheesecake factory money. Well, yeah. We spent like we had cheesecake factory money while we were. Doing oh it. boy, it was, it was fantastic. It was great, <laughs> but uh, 
So that's why Caitlin's great at saving money, and that's what she's been doing for like I think since before we got married. Jesus, <laughs> not Ben. But, well, Ben's managed to lose a job, and now yeah, lose a car. True. Ben's not great at the saving money thing. So that was really cool, like having him tell us all these things, and uh, we were just kind of trading stories because he does this for other attractions around the uh, around the country. And uh, we kind of talked to him about, hey, if you do this for haunted houses, you need to come up here to Atlanta and check out Nether World because it's oh, yeah. a high quality haunted house, That's the... and they have a permanent location now, so it's not like bouncing around like it used to be. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So I was like, "That's really now. cool." I was like, "That's really cool." So I told him if he's ever up this way, to uh, get in touch with me, and we would. Hook him too up bad, on too that bad the old masquerade isn't around with that horrifying haunted area they had. Yeah, that was pretty rough. You know, just the out, that back just up. the outside of it scared the shit out of me. I never went yeah. inside. Yeah, you know they'll bring that back. <laughs> oh, about it. we'll see. I'll see if they're advertising it because I will be there this weekend. Okay. <laughs> um, but as we're going around to the different houses uh, and things like that, they do a really good job of setting the houses up where you like you're seeing two houses are in very close location to one one another. It's so, like when you get off one, you can immediately jump into the line for the next one. Okay, cool. So you're not having to like traverse half the park to get to the next. Oh, one. Oh, you're still traversing a fuck ton of the park, okay. but but it's not like it'd be like there's two houses right here next to each other. Then you're gonna have to walk to another end of the park to get to two oh, more okay. houses. That's not too bad. No, it wasn't too. There was only two houses that it was a real right. issue at. The houses that were based off of properties, because there was one for Stranger Things, mm-hmm. Us, uh, Ghostbusters, I think those were the uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and House of a Thousand oh, wow. Corpses. Those houses, the production values were really solid, except on Killer Clowns. They yeah, kind of well, cut corners yeah. there. You, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> granted, considering what it was, it was fine. Look at the source material. Yeah, yeah, considering that, it was fine. Us <laughs> was the one house that scared Caitlin. Oh, what? tell me about the Us house, because that oh, well, sounds... Have you ever seen the movie? Yes, I've seen it like Yeah, there, there's the house. Oh! It's like you're walking through the movie. Oh, um, that is awesome. And there's one point when you're going through there... Where right. instead of having a ton of people in there, there's a ton of mannequins in there. <sighs> but mixed in with the mannequins, there are people, but they put makeup on the people to make them look like a mannequin instead of getting super realistic mannequins. Oh, no. So that was terrifying. There was one point where this little dude comes out and he's at like knee level. Uh-huh. And if you've ever had to wonder, is Ben a fight or flight kind of guy? <laughs> oh, no. I'm a fight kind of guy. <laughs> and I had to prevent myself from punting this person that's crouched down. Oh, no. I had, that ha- in, in that house, it happened twice. I almost punted this dude. And then the next one was oh, somebody, somebody came out from beside me out of my peripheral. And I felt my left foot plant. And I felt my <laughs> hand curl up. But I didn't go full cock. And I was oh just like, God. okay, just keep walking, keep walking. So they can't hurt you. <laughs> they can't hurt you, but instinct doesn't know that. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, that that house in particular. But when we were walking out of that house, there was a lady sitting there, like at the medical service dudes. So they have like medics on staff right outside of the 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 end of the house, and she must have either walked into something or fell. 
because dude her nose was like busted open like she she must have ate shit in that house oh no that's the worst yeah i felt real bad for her but you know we kept walking and got in line for ghostbusters <laughs> she had things to do <laughs> yeah I had, I had things to do uh oh, kept, boy. kept it moving ghostbusters was really cool um yeah. but at the same token like if you're not a fan of ghostbusters that house was just kind of meh right you wouldn't care yeah, Were I you all caught up on Stranger all. Things before you went to this? Or? No, I'd only finished season one. Okay. So, from what Caitlin told me, it basically covers season two and season three this year. Yeah. I last year it only, last year it only covered season one still. Gotcha. Is what uh, Mr. Orlando Wizard informed us of. Ah, well. alright. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I still enjoyed it, Um, other than the fact that you go through the upside down, so they have like smoke and particles Ooh. dropping down, and that I am not very sensitive to many things, but, right. but for some reason that fucked me up. Was like, it like the, I, the the fog machine thing that they were using? Which the, like... It wasn't necessarily just the fog machine. It was like the fact that there were um, particles coming down like i made the mistake because like when you're walking uh, when you're walking through these things like the detail is everywhere you're not just looking at what's in front of you you need to look to your left to your right on the ground above you because there's all these details everywhere um and i had looked up because there's something on the ceiling and like when i looked up i either breathed in or swallowed a particle of whatever they're oh they're no and I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> um so that that messed with me. Um Yeah, I can imagine. That would be that messed with fun. me, but it was still really cool. They did a fantastic job with the actors in yeah. Stranger Things House, especially, of making sure they looked like the character they were portraying from the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. What was the other one? The Killer Clowns one was very forgettable. It was very bright. And there's one part where you walk through cotton candy and they smell like cotton candy. And I thought that was a nice touch. Alright. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a really random one for them to have. Like, the Killer Clowns. It's apparently one they've had for a long time. Oh, alright. So, it's... uh, That's all I can think of. I guess it brings out... I guess it brings out some kind of crowd. Like, there's some following... Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same thing with House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's also, like... That one was... That one was very interesting because there was a gentleman in that one that was in costume that saw that I was wearing a Carolina's Panthers hat and did not approve of it. He pointed at it and shook his head and let me know he did not approve of it. (laughs) That's Um, amazing! Yeah, I thought that was really cool. But it was also kind of sad afterwards because I think it was, like, the day we left is when Sid Haig passed away. Um, who was uh, oh, Captain damn. Spaulding right. from House of a Thousand Corpses? Yeah. So, kind of, kind of sad to see, sad to hear that when you were just there at something they'll probably turn into uh, a memorial kind of thing for him, or something like that. Um, yeah. Depths of Fear was a house that basically simulated you being in an underwater research facility. Ooh. And that sounds pretty cool. it's being attacked these fish monsters, which looked really cool. And it got colder as you went through. 
to simulate like the place was falling apart. The only part that got me in that is there's a moment where a woman steps out like in like a swimsuit. And when I say swimsuit, I mean like a full on scuba suit. All right. With a spear gun. And oh. she's telling you she's telling you to go to the escape pods, but I did not see her. So right. when she came out of nowhere, it scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> she came out of nowhere, and of course, everybody there that's doing their parts is just so spot on with the either the audio track or how, like people have microphones that they're talking into um, that come over the speakers, or it's part of the track and they're just saying it in time. Right. But everything was so spot on with with all of the people there. That's awesome. The other one that was next to Depths of Fear was called the Blood Pits Nightingale. And the premise behind it was a like Roman Colosseum type thing where the blood and death has come in these like monsters to attack it. All and, right. the out- and the outfits were really cool. Right. And that one was really cool. That's it was pretty it was interesting. Very spooky, right? Because the they look like bird people, yeah, but they're terrifying bird people. Oh, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, like, they're just horrifying bird, and they were really good at coming out and scaring you at all the correct times. All so right, six houses. Yeah, the graveyard games was one, the concept was a bunch of teens doing stupid stuff on social media are disrespecting this graveyard and the spirits fight back. It was, to me, it was the scariest of the houses because there was so much detail into little accents, like the tombstones and everything like that. So it it really had a good feel to it. And then all right. the things that you see around it. So like there's one teen is like drilled into a coffin, but she's still holding her phone. And on the phone, they have her mother screaming like, somebody help my daughter. Somebody help my daughter. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> so yeah, like, like you see that there's another one where like the, the girl's like hanging from a tree and her phone battery's dead. And <laughs> And it was really, like, stuff like that was really cool that they were putting it in, in spots that you wouldn't normally yeah. put in a haunted house. Um, is... One point, you go through this little hallway where there's all these, like, kid statues. And there's kids singing in very creepy tones. And that's something that always gets me. Oh, no. Yeah, no, children no, no, singing no. is a problem. Yeah. Because That's... the only time children sing is a birthday party or summoning Satan. Basically. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> so that one was was ridiculous. The <laughs> best part of that one, though, is to get to that haunted house, you have to walk through Dr. Seuss Whoville. Oh, oh, that's great. <laughs> So you go from one extreme of like psychedelics yeah. to completely horrified. Right. It was also so far back. This <laughs> was one of the two that me and Caitlin had a huge problem with 
just from how far away from everything else they were. Yeah, even I remember that Whoville is like way, way off. Yeah, so it was a hike to get there, which made it a hike to come back. And when you come back, we did the... No, I've already, this would be the last house I'm talking about. Yeah, because that's... Stranger Things, Us. Oh, one, okay, the other one I forgot. I, I remember that one now. But when we got done with that one, we walked back, and they had a Universal Classic Monster House with all of the OG Universal Monsters. Uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, all those. To get to it, it was right next to Graveyard Games, but instead of going to through Whoville, you walk through fucking Barney Land. So you have to pass this big bronze statue of Barney. You go past what they use for the live set of the Barney show uh-huh. that they do in the park. Right. And then it takes you behind all that, and then you're there in, like, the back lot kind of area. Right. Um, and, yeah, so you're sitting there, and you're like, I just walked past Barney to go see a haunted house. <laughs> that and is they, incredibly bizarre. Yes, it was. It it. I think those two houses had some of the best scare environment, but I really think it was because you walked through a zone that completely threw you out of the realm of it being a haunted house. Right, right. So it just made it a little bit more jarring. Yes. Nice. Um, But the Universal House was really awesome because it was all the classic... I mean, it was even the classic looks for the characters. So you basically transition from movie to movie... Uh, until you exit. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. It was. It seems like they they do a good job with the production values. You know, they really did. Um, and the thing we heard this year is because this was number twenty nine. Next year's an anniversary year, so they'll probably go all out next year on everything because it'll be the thirtieth oh, anniversary. Right, right. <laughs> so, spoiler alert: we really want to go, so we're right. looking at how we can make that happen. Nice. Um, the house I forgot was the Yeti, and oh, it was interesting. All right, very cold. Yeah, made it made it look and feel like snow was everywhere. <laughs> There's all these dudes in fur skins that are like shooting at stuff that we don't <laughs> see. Until you look up and you realize, oh, there's a Yeti up there walking around. (laughs) Or you go into this cabin and there's a Yeti just beating this dude to death on a table as his buddy's sitting there in fear. And you're just like walking through. Um, The gentleman in front of us was so tall. He was having to duck below the doors. (laughs) The dude was easily six foot eight. At right. one point, he's standing yet next to one of the Yeti outfitted actors, and he is as tall as the Yeti. Oh, that's great. I was about to say, I was like, was he basically the same size as yeah, ba- the Yeti? He was the Yeti. Wow. Um, but his uh, his girlfriend that was with him, mm-hmm. we met them on the outside of the attraction. Right. You're not allowed to take drinks into the, the houses. Ah. She has like a three-fourths three full cup of beer that she had just got and didn't realize that. And he's like, chug it or throw it, we gotta go. And <laughs> that woman slammed that beer. I was oh, super damn. impressed. 
She was just like, okay. Damn. But yeah. So. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, all the houses were great. As you're walking, they have these things they call scare zones, which is where they'll have extras walking around, and they're all themed. Uh, one of the themes was Undead Vikings, and they had these dudes walking around dressed as Vikings, of course. And then some of them were on Vikings on stilts. So was it a Viking experience? It it was a terrifying Viking experience, but yeah. But it was was interesting. Um, One of the Vikings went to try to scare Caitlyn and, like, was swinging the staff down at her. And he stopped it maybe, like, three inches from her face, but she never flinched. Oh, damn. Well, she knows they can't touch her. So, like, this wasn't, like, fear was not regular. Was not Fear really was not a her. factor for her on that day. No, no, no. <laughs> Joe Rogan would not have faced <laughs> There's another one that they call the Anarcade. Uh-huh. So it was all like 80s neon everywhere Ooh. with a black light. And they also had some girls there in like neon outfits that were dancing around on stilts. That sounds So there was a lot of stilts. A lot of stilts. It's one of the few times that I've seen people be taller than Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like stilts and six foot eight Yeti man, and that was about it. The um, they did one that was entirely Rob Zombie themed, Got off to. of his album Hillbilly Deluxe. All right, which uh, if you've ever burned <laughs> burned the witches and yep. dug through the ditches in his Dracula, which I took a picture in, nice because it was there. That was the most hilarious zone to me, because of course you have everybody, all the actors are walking around looking like they are straight up off the set of Devil's Rejects. Oh, that's awesome. But they have women in like cat suits and bikinis on towers mm-hmm. there. So if you look up, you see them. There's one dominatrix looking woman sitting on a throne that says 666 on the background of it. Oh, and wow. so I have to point out these details <laughs> at night. This is all going on during Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, yeah. When we came back through the next day, uh-huh. everything that looked like a pentagram, anything that was 666, all of that is covered up during the day, so you don't see <laughs> any of it during the day. Um, that is pretty funny. But it was just funny because they, they were like, oh, well, this was open yesterday. Oh, this was open yesterday. Oh, this was yeah. open yesterday. So it was just kind of, that was kind of funny scene. Yeah, it's that. cool to see both sides of it. After, and we also saw there was a group performing a, a show that they call Academy of Villains. And it was like a dance show. But it was not your typical dance show. It was done to songs like uh, Master of Puppets, Enter Sandman, uh, a, a ton of rock songs. Heavy metal rock Ooh, songs. Pretty cool. And then for some reason, Paramore at one point. I don't know why well, that's Paramore why was they there. Do this? <laughs> it made sense when you were watching the show. Right. Why they did it. But I'm just like, this, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, there was a gentleman there that is like quadruple jointed or something. Because he was doing very oh. weird things with his arms behind his head. Like jump roped his own arms. Oh, no. And lots of weird things that were amazing and disturbing at the same time. Yep. Sounds it might have been my favorite part of the evening. Yeah. 
because uh, it was just a very entertaining show, and we also yeah. stepped into that one with like two minutes till showtime. No. So like any show me and Caitlin saw, we literally just like walked into it, like oh, just to happen to like stumble upon it. Yeah, we like stumbled upon it at the time yeah. it started. So well, that's like, what oh, was pretty go. fun. Yeah. So yes. after we, I think you know, Halloween Horror Night starts at like six thirty is when the the house is open, and we finished everything at eleven thirty and headed back to the uh, the hotel. There you go. That sounds like a solid, solid Halloween horror night. Yeah, it was it was it was an exhausting day, but we got up we got up uh Friday mm-hmm. and we uh we hit Diagon Alley since we really didn't get to see it the day before because they were shuffling people out. Uh Caitlin right. got to ride the Haggard ride. I apparently was not able to fit in the restraints correctly. Which made no sense that to me. That makes no sense. Yeah, for considering that Hagrid is a fucking giant. Yeah. And I couldn't ride the ride, but that you know, is... whatever. Oh, Harry Potter land! Why do you do this? Yeah, why? Why you hurt me so? Why you um, hurt me? I just yeah. Rode uh, rode the Fast and Furious ride that was there. Oh, how was the Fast and Furious ride? Um, it was everything I'd want a Fast and Furious ride to be. I forgot that existed. I'm pretty sure I wrote it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty fun. They yeah. use so much of this like motion screen technology at Universal for their yeah. rides. I yeah. don't know if I love it or hate it. Right. Because I really love the fact that it allows them to cram more stuff in a more compressed space. Because right, it's right. not taking like full size coaster space. Yeah, it's true. but at the but at the same time, it felt very very overused. Mm-hmm. Because you have the Spider Man ride that uses it, you have the yep. Transformers ride that uses it, you have the um, Fast ride that uses it. Just yeah. everything seemed to use it, and that to me kind of killed some of its specialness. Yeah, that's but like I a did... thing with the other parks. Like, I don't think D- Disney doesn't do it as much, um, but Universal, MGM, they all like do a lot of those. Like, you know, you don't actually move your, you know, you go into a little pod and sit there. Yeah. Um, I loved how when you're walking through the Fast and Furious ride, you can see the cars. I took a ton of pictures of that. Right. Uh, you get like these little cast interactions while you're waiting to get to it that explains mm-hmm. like there's a story going on behind it of course and then uh you get on this like supposed to be a party bus <laughs> and that's where all of the excitement takes place right when uh when you get off when you get off you get dumped out into the fast and furious gift shop <laughs> Which any ride you ride at Universal, when you get off you that ride, always get you dumped exit. off to the gift shop. Correct, and that yep. is genius planning it on really whoever is. laid that park out. It really is. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of the same. Disney does it too, to a point. But like, yeah, I oh man, I remember that. I was adventure every single ride. But I love when you get out of the Fast and Furious ride. They have a wax figure of Vin Diesel. In the gift so shop. So you bought that and brought it home, right? I didn't buy it. It was not oh. for sale. Oh. I took a picture with it, but <laughs> I did not buy it and bring it home. Um, 
but that was there. That was hilarious. Just <laughs> absolutely hilarious. It's so thing. good. Um, I did bring you home something though. So oh, next boy. time we hang out, I have to I'm give excited. that to you. Did you did you get any any uh, any park memorabilia while you were there? Mm, it's funny for myself. Yeah. No, I no, think I, I bought think so. two shirts. All right. I bought a Jurassic Park shirt. Oh yeah. Because it's one I'd never seen before. Right. And I bought uh, a Halloween Horror Night shirt. Okay. And then everything else was like gifts for other people. Right. Right. That I thought were cool, and I picked them up. That's fair. So, but we, the mummy is an amazing ride. Oh yeah, I that that might have been my favorite. But yeah, that might have been my favorite ride there. That I'm glad that's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I can definitely see it probably being updated soon. Yeah. To fall probably more in line with the Tom Cruise mummy as compared to the Brendan Fraser mummy. Right, right. So I could see that happening. I don't know if I want that to happen, but I can see it happening. But all in all, man, it was a great time. Uh, Saturday, we really didn't have a full day we could go to the park. So we just went and had lunch at uh, Bubba Gump Shrimp. And that was my first time I'd gone to a Bubba Gump's. Oh yeah, I forgot that's that's down there in that like uh City Walk downtown. Is what they call it. Yeah, yeah, they used to call it like downtown universal or something. Yeah. But I know what you're talking about with the huge they have that huge hard rock cafe there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sister worked there for a time. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. And they also used to, I don't think it's there anymore, I'm pretty sure it's not. That right next to the hard rock cafe they used to have an NBA restaurant. There's an NBC restaurant. Oh, uh, no. No, no, no. This was an NBA restaurant. It was hilarious. It was, for no reason, a NBA-themed... Oh, beer number two. What are we drinking tonight? Modelo. Ooh, especial? Yes, sir. Good man. Um, Look on my new beer. That's that's interesting. <laughs> Did that happen in Orlando? or? No, it was a pre-existing thing that happened. Oh, pre-existing condition. Okay. All right. We can discuss that later then. Um, but yeah, they had a random NBA basketball-themed restaurant. And then like outside, there was a basketball court and a huge statue. And they, they always had like a really big shop inside where they had like every jersey you could imagine. Hmm. It was pretty cool. It was just really made no sense. And I'm I'm guessing the food wasn't great. So you didn't mention something that I thought you were going to go to. So did you not make it to the Dino Cafe? No, we did not. Because it was too busy? No. Well, so what had kind of happened was is the <laughs> gift, uh, the gifts, yeah. sorry, the friend that we, me and Caitlin both, uh, one of our former bosses lives in Orlando. Right. We were going to hang out with her and that was <laughs> going to be the night we went to downtown Disney. Because it was about 30 minutes away, which was uh, getting into the expensive area uh, for lifting. Yeah, that would be a pricier lift to go over there, downtown Disney, from where you were. Right. So we were going to you know, have dinner with her, but she had friends fly in from out of country. So that kind of killed oh, our chances right, to go then. hang out with her. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, we ate at Margaritaville one night, and I had the best fish and chips of my life. Oh boy, Margaritaville. And How many land sharks did you have? Do what? How many land sharks did you have? None. None? 
I had a margarita <laughs> that, that did not require me to get another drink. But didn't they put Land Shark into that margarita? No, I did not get okay, the Land Shark okay. margarita. I just got what they call the perfect margarita. And that was the perfect thing to call it. Because it was the perfect yeah. amount of margarita to not need another one. <laughs> oh, man. You know we have a Land Shark bar and grill, like, not far from me, right? No, I didn't. Yes, sir. There's one at Lake Lanier now. Oh, nice. Ben, it is just a 30-minute ride. We could be at the Margaritaville at Lake Lanier Islands. Yeah, after seeing the price of Margaritaville, I'm good but not going back for quite a while. I want to go and just people watch, so like I'll I'll front I'll front the cash. It's all to tourists, go dude. It's not like good people watching. At we Lake could, Lanier Islands, you think there's we tourists? Could find, we could find better people watching opportunities elsewhere. Yeah, That's all I don't I'm know saying. how many people tourist to Lake Lanier Islands. I think that that's is a, that's the issue. That's why we need to go to Orlando and do the same <laughs> thing, so you can see more interesting people. That's true. That's true. I walked by the Margaritaville in, in uh, City Walk and said no, <laughs> no. Yeah. It was it was really cool though. That I'm glad. That was enjoyable. The funniest part about the Bubba Gump Shrimp when we were there is they come around and they test your Forrest Gump knowledge, and that waitress got learned. Mm. Do not test. My Forrest Gump mouth. <laughs> you tell her what's what? I did. Nice. I did indeed. Nice. I did not know they did that. That sounds slightly annoying. <laughs> well, they first they started, they asked this question. And they go, have you seen the movie Forrest Gump? I was insulted to be asked that question. <laughs> yeah. Because why the fuck would you be here if you hadn't right. seen Forrest Gump? But I realized right. Forrest Gump came out in 1994. That's true. They probably have a lot of people that go through there and are like, what is Forrest Gump? Right. And 1994 will bring us to a subject uh, of later podcasts, possibly next week. Oh, um, <laughs> but uh, the two questions that were hilarious to me that people missed. The first one is, what three presidents did Forrest Gump meet? So, do you know what three presidents? Oh Forrest God, Gump no! Met? I watched the movie once ages ago. Okay, so he met JFK, mm-hmm. Richard Nixon, right, and Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah. So that was when I got that it. You could tell it took her aback for a second that I got uh-uh. all of them. And the last one was what color boots did Lieutenant Dan wear on the shrimp boat? No idea. Lieutenant Dan doesn't have legs, so he wasn't wearing yeah, boots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once again, my knowledge yeah. is nowhere near you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying, that made me laugh real hard that people <laughs> missed that stuff. That's fair. I think if you're going there, you probably are like a fan. I've just one of those places I walked by, and I was like, that's yeah. funny. That exists. Yeah, <laughs> but that was great. So we... uh. We left there. The Orlando airport is just fucking awful. It took like an hour to get through security when it took like 15 minutes to get through Atlanta. Yep. Like it was awful. 
yeah. people weren't instead of finding a trash can, they were just throwing their water bottles and shit on the ground in line. What? At security. What? Yeah, it was real bad. What the hell is wrong with these people? I don't know. A lady Crazy. tripped over the security rail and fell while oh we were waiting God. to get checked through. The family in front of us had two little girls with bags that both of those bags came back as having something they shouldn't have in it. So it made me and Caitlin getting bags take immensely longer than it should have. Right. And then we finally, you know, we get through all that. We uh, get us a little bite to eat at like this knockoff Moe's place, which was okay for airport food. But right. It was a much shorter line than waiting in the Burger King line. Oh, man. And you also didn't go to the Whopper bar. I didn't go to the Whopper okay, bar. We got to go back then. Yeah, well, that there's so many things that we need to do when we go back. Yeah. But I need you to go with me. Yes. Because my singular voice against Caitlin's was not winning the <laughs> you argument need, to go to the You Whopper need a bar. unified front here. Yeah, I need a unified voice on that. Um, but flight bag was very uneventful. It was... You know, super simple. Yeah. Everything was smooth sailing for then. All I know is we got back Saturday at about 9 o'clock is when we got back to the apartment. And I just remember I sat down and I told myself, I'm not doing shit Sunday. And proceeded to not do shit on Sunday. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't do nothing. Nothing. And uh, that's that that brings you up to date on everything I've done since last that is thought. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a good time, but also very, very exhausting. It was. Recommend it to everybody. Yeah. Everybody should do it. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree. Did you watch any movies on your flights, or did you just like... It was only an hour and a half, so I just kind of listened to my podcast. Ah, son. You gotta... The the in-flight movie is always for discovering gems. That is how I well, watched Geostorm. Well, I didn't have Geostorm. time to discover any gems. That's true. That's true. The flight to, the flights that I always stuck to back and forth from Dallas, at least, were long enough to get a movie in. Yeah, like, I only had like an hour and a half, and I'm like, I don't want to get into this movie and then never <laughs> be able. Right. No, there was times where I would pick a movie that was too long, so then I'd have to be like, okay, I've landed, and I'm this far through the movie. When I'm heading back home, i got to play this same movie and pick it up from, you know, an hour and 45 minutes in and go. (laughs) Oh, man, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I would write it down, because I was like, well, i got to see the rest of this movie. It's just... (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Oh, man. But, uh... You know, you were you were talking about the uh, the one actor that died from House of a Thousand Corpses. You reminded me of there. Um, you're not the biggest uh, Star Trek fan. I um, did see somebody from Star Trek pass away. Yeah, so from Deep Space Nine, um, his name was Aaron Eisenberg. He played Nog. He died at 50. Super sad. He was a like really really nice guy and a really good person. I had a chance to like be at his panel and like meet him for a few minutes at dragon con years ago and he was real cool and it's just really really huge shame um there's a gofundme out there apparently to like help his family with cost and also funny things and nice things that gamers do on star trek online they did like a a vigil for his character in the game and like had like a ton of players in like the deep space nine area to honor him, which was pretty cool. 
But huge bummer. Um, if you're a Deep Space Nine fan, if you go on Reddit, there are a ton now of lists of like the best Nog centered episode because he was like a he was kind of a side character for Is a he while the barkeep? there. No, 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 no. He was like the son of the barkeep's uh, brother. Okay. So he was the barkeep's nephew. Um, okay. But he, like, I remember, and they talk about this in like bios of him, but what was kind of interesting is that he never knew when or if it was going to be his last episode because he was kind of a, a side character for a while. So he would just get called in to do a, do an episode, and then they'd be like, okay, we might call you later, we might not. Uh, so like every episode, he was treating it like it was his last, but he does go on to have a pretty big role in the show, which is right, pretty right. cool. But sad, sad loss for the, the Star Trek Star Trek community. It's been a pretty uh, eventful week for you. Do you do you have any any fun goings on this weekend? Or are you still just I have a on bonfire to go to this weekend? Ooh, that doesn't sound like fun, but it's gonna be amazing. Is it? That'll talk to you about it probably off air that's fair you're gonna crush some claw uh no looks like there may be a keg involved (laughs) did i share with you the wonderful picture of the lift that i was in not long ago yes with the oh yes okay so when you get in the lift that has an already crushed like open white claw and then the in like the door jam just you know you know that good times have happened in that lift Right. And I was like, always wondering, like, was that the pregame to wherever they were going, or was that just end of the night claw to like tide them over and then collapse wherever they were dropped off? Both. I don't know, but I had had Korean barbecue and soju, so I was feeling pretty good and had go. quite a laugh about a white claw. When we are in a white claw shortage, by the way. Nobody cares. Drink a real beer. <laughs> I've never had one, and I don't plan to. They're just hilarious how popular they've gotten. But I think just like Seagrams and Zima and all those things, they will they will fade. Then the next two shall pass. The next drink will come. But I think I was messaging you about this before the podcast. But uh, Jack Daniels is, rece- is releasing uh, Tennessee Apple. I'll be interested to see it. Yep, we should try it. I think we should we should try it together and critique it. Because, you know, we both like Tennessee Fire. You like you some Tennessee Honey. So mm-hmm. we need to see how Tennessee Apple goes. Okay, I'm down. I'm All right, we'll have to... Now. Apparently it comes out in October. So I will... I will Plan to go by the liquor store and keep an eye out and find us a, a an amount of Tennessee apple that will uh, okay. sustain us. Here we but, go. Yeah. <laughs> so, bless you, child. So, Thank anything you. else for, for the podcast this week, Ben? No, I got nothing else, man. That's fair. Well, thank you for sharing your... Your fun honeymoon. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Maybe you got some good tips for your next Orlando vacation. Any other hints or tips you would like? Like I said, I'm going to provide a link to a so it does not get forgotten. But yes. check out the Orlando Wizard on either Facebook or YouTube. He has a lot of great uh, information on how to stretch the most out of your dollar in Orlando. Always good to know. Oh, wait. One last question about our Orlando experience. 
You did not so, go to the world's largest McDonald's, did you? No, we did pass it, though. I did get to see it. Uh, you but needed a unified front. It, it was literally right next to... Uh, it was right next to... Jordan's. Oh, man. And you were like, that's the place. Oh, yep. boy. One day, you get to try that McDonald's yep. pizza. Yep. Me and you just need to go yeah, there. Yeah, I think... Just to... I think that's what needs to happen so we can we can go to the proper the proper establishments. But alright, so if that's all this week, I'll let you play us off this week, man. Alright, man. So whether you're listening to us morning, noon, or night, enjoy your day, afternoon, or evening. Alright, goodbye.